Welcome to another episode of CEO to Rainmaker, an educational show designed to increase a CEO's executive skills. Today's topic is rapid sales growth dangers and controlled growth. I'm your host, Gene Valdez, and I will delve deep into these topics. And I thank you for your time and attention. Understanding the dangers of rapid sales growth and what controlled growth is, is crucial business information that every CEO who desires to stay in business a long time must have. Many of my clients ask me, tell me, Coach Gene, I want to take my business to the next level. When they say that, I take it to mean I want to increase my sales rapidly like right now. Let me be clear here. I am an advocate of sales growth. Every CEO needs to grow their business a little each year just to keep up with the annual rises in the cost of doing business, such as insurance, utilities, employee wages, etc. And they also have to pay themselves a larger salary. They deserve it for all the risks they take. What I am not an advocate of is rapid sales growth, which I define as annual growth in the 30% or greater range. Rapid sales growth can expose businesses to many dangers. I will give you a brief overview of some of these dangers so you are armed with insights on how to protect your business. As I discussed in episode one, the mortality rate for small businesses is extremely high. One way to reduce this failure rate, in my opinion, is to pursue a controlled growth strategy. To present this educational information, I'd like to tell you a story about a former client of mine. For confidentiality purposes, I will not use his real name or his business All other aspects of the story are true, as well as the advice I shared with him. Bob Smith is the CEO of Excel Manufacturing Company, which manufactures a wide variety of screws, bolts, and fasteners. Excel's annual sales are approximately three million, and Bob employs 11 people consisting of office staff and machinists. Over the last three years, Excel has not grown that much. Bob started the company eight years ago. One day, Bob called me and said, Coach Gene, I have some fantastic news. I have just signed up three big customers, which will take Excel to the next level. I estimate our sales will grow about 50% for each of the next two years. In two years, we will be about a $7 million company, which will be a great thing for me, my employees, and my company's brand. I am really excited about the future. Now, when I got the news, I was very happy for Bob. He's a good person who works very hard on his business. He cares about his employees, and he's also a good family man to his wife and two teenage sons. Having said that, since Bob hired me as his business coach, I didn't pull any punches. I gave him my honest take on the rapid sales growth scenario 
he had just shared with me. My comments to Bob. I understand that rapid sales growth is intoxicating. It is for most business owners. It's in their DNA. It's the yardstick that they use to grade the success of their company. You're no different, Bob. However, if you choose such an aggressive path, there are five dangers you will potentially expose your business to, which I'm really worried about. And there are other dangers as well. But I'm just going to go over these five, which I think are my most favorite and more relevant. So danger number one, Bob, stressed out employees may leave. Bob, your 11 employees will have to spend more energy and time on their jobs than normal just to keep up. Out of necessity, their job descriptions will have to expand and they will have to exhibit greater skills on the fly. Many of your employees may not be capable of expanding their skills without training. And as a result, they may get so stressed out, they may quit. This would be catastrophic for your small company. If they decide to stay, Bob, they might be negatively impacted by all of the company morale that's going on. That's a reflection of how busy everybody is. Danger number two, customers' dissatisfaction. Bob, when everyone in the company, including you, is running around like a chicken with its head cut off just to get the workout, bad stuff will start happening, which will upset your customers. This bad stuff could include, but not be limited to, poor response time on general customer service issues, a drop-off in the quality of your products, inability to meet your customer delivery dates on time consistently, and mix-ups in orders shipped. If some of your employees, Bob, do quit, you'll find yourself with a shorter staff trying to get more work out. That's a deadly combination. If these scenarios are so severe, many of your customers, I guarantee you, will leave, which would be devastating to you with regards to your long-term growth objectives. In short, you'll be shooting yourself in the foot with your rapid growth aspirations, Bob. Number three, compromised cash flow. Bob, healthy cash flow is the most important thing a small business must have. It takes an astute CEO to manage it. Here's a sobering fact. Rapid sales growth will create havoc on your cash flow. Let me repeat that. Rapid sales growth will create havoc on your cash flow. Here's why. When your sales levels grow, your accounts receivable levels will grow at an equal rate. At your current sales level of $3 million a year, your average monthly accounts receivable are about $400,000. With a 50% increase in sales, your monthly accounts receivable will jump to $600,000. That's a lot of money that will be owed to you. But you can't use that money to pay any bills until you get payments from the customers and deposit it into your company's checkbook. If you're collecting your accounts receivable in about 40 to 45 days and you're trying to pay all your monthly overhead and payroll in 30 days, you're going to get a cash flow squeeze. The only safe way out 
is to obtain a low interest rate bank line of credit, which you would have to qualify for, or take out high interest credit card debt, or online loans to provide temporary financing. Either of these last two expensive financing options will take a big bite out of your profits. Danger number four, expensive relocation. Bob, with that kind of explosive growth, you will need a bigger building and office space. Whether you want to enter into a new lease or buy a new building, you will need to find a new location and finance the new lease or new purchase. Purchasing a new building is very expensive, and leasing a new facility can be costly too, as you may have to continue to make payments on your non-cancelable lease, Bob. At the same time, you're making payments on your new lease. You may end up paying double rent for many months or years. It just depends on the maturity of your current lease. Double rent payments, like high interest rate debt, will eat into your profits. Danger number five, CEO competency. Bob, with all due respect, I don't think you have the level of executive skills to effectively manage a $7 million a year business. I believe you will have to pursue some form of continuing executive education programs. Managing a $7 million business is different than running a $3 million business. At three men, I know you're doing a good job, but managing a $7 million business will push you to your limits. You cannot allow your business to outgrow your ability to manage it and lead it. You will need to raise your executive IQ, Bob. After I laid out all of my concerns, Bob made the following comment. Okay, I understand your message, but earlier you mentioned the concept of control growth. As a hardworking CEO from the School of Hard Knocks, what does this mean? I responded, controlled growth is the maximum annual percentage that a business can grow without creating a whole slew of problems. The growth rate percentage is different for each company based on their current size, their number of employees, the expertise of the CEO, and the quality of their operating procedures and processes. Based on my knowledge of your company, Bob, I believe your safe annual growth rate is about 10%, which is probably not very exciting to you. At this conservative growth rate range, Bob, your business will operate smoothly and be firing on all cylinders. Specifically, you'll get your orders out on time, the product quality will be there, and as a consequence, your customers will remain happy, your employees will be happy, and you will remain the proud owner of a healthy company. Coach Gene, I have to admit, that sounds very attractive. I certainly don't want to do anything that would damage the good reputation I have with my customers, my vendors, my employees, and my local business community. It has taken me years to build my reputation and brand. Bob then asked me an interesting question. Okay, Coach Gene, but what if I get a little greedy and try to push my growth to about 15% per year? 
Would I still expose my business to these five dangers that you've outlined? I responded, yes, you would, Bob, but the dangers would not be as severe. Having said that, if you still wish to pursue a 15% growth rate, I suggest you do the following. Sit down with each employee and tell them that they will be asked to work harder than normal and that you are prepared to reward them with promotions, salary increases, or bonuses if company goals are met. Tell them you will attempt to train them as best you can, and you will occasionally hire temps to help with major work overflows if need be. Tell them you know they're going to make mistakes, but that's okay since you have their back. Tell them you expect them to fix those mistakes and to learn from those mistakes. I also highly recommend that you have monthly team lunches where you ask each employee how they're doing. Also use these team lunches to praise employees and give out small cash rewards for exceptional performers the prior month. These lunches will be great for morale and create a competitive spirit amongst your team. I would also have short bi-monthly meetings with your warehouse shipping manager, inventory operations manager, billing accounts payable person, and your general customer service person. Ask them all for their opinions of the current status of their departments and what procedures and processes they believe would need to be improved upon. If Excel were hit with an onslaught of new customers and orders. Employees love it when the boss listens to them and praises them for good ideas. Implement the changes that make sense to you and then have monthly follow-up meetings to determine if the changes are working. Further, contact your banker and ask he or she what they need from you to process your line of credit request. Have your CPA Prepare profit and loss projections for the next two years and try as best you can to determine what size of line of credit you feel you need. Make an appointment with your banker to go over all of this information. Do not start your sales growth program until your line of credit request has been approved and funded. I believe you will qualify for a loan, Bob, in the rate range of 6 to 6.5%, which is affordable and competitive. Analyze your current location square footage to determine if it can support a 15% increase in sales. If it cannot, review your current lease and arrange a meeting with your current landlord. Tell him about your growth opportunities and see what creative strategies he can come up with that is a win-win For both sides, tell him you want to avoid paying double rent at all costs. Figure out how much more space you're going to need. The best scenario for you, Bob, is that the landlord owns another larger facility that he is looking to lease that would meet your needs and you can move into quickly. Bob, even at a 15% growth rate, you will need to increase your executive skills to prevent your business from outgrowing your ability to manage it, as we alluded to earlier. There are several ways for you to accomplish this. Pick the one that works best for you. Pursue a controlled growth strategy and do the things I just mentioned. And Bob, 
you will be able to accomplish all of your business growth goals. It will just take you a little longer to do it, but that's a good thing. That's it for this week, team. If you like this episode, please leave a review, and I invite you to listen to future episodes using your favorite app or service. This is Gene Valdez. See you next time.